All right, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Laser Victory Podcast. This is your co-host, John Duncan, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Steve Irvine, who is the UAB Color Commentary Analyst for Learfield IMG College. Steve, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. A little tired. It, was, it seemed like it seemed like that game lasted uh, into the into the early early morning, but uh, but I'm, I'm I'm doing good. Oh my goodness! That, I'm glad we got the W, but man, that was a long game. Um, it looks like the official time was three hours and forty five minutes, but you know, as we talked before, it seemed like five six hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I got a, I got to question that official time right there because it seemed like forever. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, well, our Blazers did pull out the victory. Um, UAB defeats Central Arkansas 45 to 35. Um, yeah. Um, number one, we got the W. Uh, number two, we actually now have 19 wins in a row at Legion Field. That did break the Conference USA record, um, that was previously held by the Houston Cougars from 2005 to 2007. So, you know, awesome to get the W and also, just awesome to continue to win at the old gray lady, Steve. Oh, absolutely. You know, in a way it was a perfect season opener. You got the win out of it, but there was enough ugly things to happen that you're not going to get cocky out of it. And they're going to be able to have a lot of teaching points of, um, you know, for what, from what happened. So in, in a way that, uh, that that's good. Yes. And that, I mean, like you just said, um, it's kind of almost better to, for, especially for the first game to get a, uh, more of a close win instead of a lopsided win because there's, you know, they'll put on the film today, I'm sure. And coach Clark will, you know, point out some, you know, just simple mistakes um, that, you know, both offense and defense and special teams made. But, you know, Steve, we talked our last episode that, you know, we were going to expect some sloppiness and we definitely got that last night. Yeah. Got a little more than I, than I think we bargained for, but, uh, but, but yeah, we, you know, and and it was with, with, um, it wasn't a, your typical season opener. So, so, you, you know, we, we, obviously we expected sloppy, you know, you don't expect to give ever give a team 21 points off turnovers in one half. You know, you don't expect some of the uh, stupid, uh, silly, you know, uh, penalty mistakes that you, that you have, you know, you don't really expect those things, but we probably should have expected those things because, you know, you're talking about just a weird, weird season opener. Yes, for sure. And as you just mentioned, those 21 points, uh, there was a total of 42 points from both teams uh, that were capitalized off of the total six turnovers from both sides. Um, both sides had three turnovers and each team scored 21 on the turnovers. So, you know, you look at the score, you know, if you're a UAB fan, you weren't able to watch or listen to the game last night. You see that 35 points. Um, scored by Central Arkansas, and you might be thinking, you know, what the heck was wrong with the defense? But really, you know, you point to those three turnovers, um, putting the defense in just bad positions. Um, I mean, I think the defense played overall well. Um, you know, of course, you know, they'll, of course, things that they will need to work on to get ready for Miami. But overall, don't let that 35 points, um, you know, kind of get you down about the defense. Yeah, I, I totally agree, John. I mean, I mean, you look at seven of it was scored by by the Central Arkansas uh, defense, and then fourteen you had a you know, you had a four yard drive and a fifteen yard drive. Uh, right. I guess if you can call them drive four yard, you know. Um, so so 
you take that away right there, and you know, and then you had two late touchdowns. You know, when when a lot of the regulars were out of the game. So, no, I thought defensively we played well. I thought there were some areas. You know, I, I was a little disappointed with the uh, with the pressure uh, uh, up front on defense. Um, a lot of that is you know getting the ball out quick uh, in the Central Arkansas offense, but not not all of it. I mean, I just I thought um, they didn't have the pressure that they had last year. Uh, you know, it didn't have the, didn't create the plays like the, the tackles for losses that they, they had last year. I think they had, I think it was five last time, five, well, yeah. five for UAB, I believe is what it was. And, and, you know, that's just, they, they, they do that better. They're better than that, you know? And so, uh, and there was some, some confusion in the secondary at times and, you know, it was first game. I mean, it, but, but I do think there's a lot of room for improvement, even though I do think the defense uh, for the most part played pretty well. Yeah. And, Honestly, give credit to uh, the Central Arkansas quarterback, Braylon Smith. I mean, that guy, we just – I think we ended up getting him twice, sacked him twice, but, I mean, he was just all over the place. Yeah. He's so good about feeling the rush and knowing, you know, knowing – you know, being able to get away from the rush, you know. But you say that, but, you know, he, he's a guy that got sacked 37 times last year. So, yeah. even though he's good at it, you can get to him, you know. And, uh, you know, you have to. You have to do that a little better. But, yeah, he's – He's uh he was as good as advertised. He didn't have as good a game as as uh as he could have, as, as he's capable of. And I think a lot of that was because of UAB's you know defense. I think made some plays, but but you know he's he's a he's a heady, capable guy, no doubt. Yeah, and you know I think it's going to take our defensive line. Uh, you know it took a game. This is our first game of without having you know Garrett Marino since he moved on uh, to the NFL. Um, so we're definitely missing his uh, pass rush from the inside, um, you know, as you yeah. mentioned last. So, so um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't, and, think, didn't think there was a lot of push up front like there there had been, uh, you know. So so we'll see. You know, going forward, there's capable guys, you know, but it's just they got to do it. Yeah, they've got to, and they're definitely going to have to uh, this next week at Miami. Um, and let's also give credit uh, to uh, the Central Arkansas wide receivers. I mean, our I feel like. Our secondary did a, you know, for the most part, good job. Um, but those touchdowns that, especially the two that Winningham for Central Arkansas had, um, they were closely contested, and he just, you know, made two good plays on the ball. Right. Yeah. I mean, there was good coverage both times. You, you know, you get he went up and won the ball. I mean, that's, and that, and there's, there's not much you can do that uh, with that except tip your cap sometimes. And you know, I mean, I thought, you know, I thought they were defended well. I mean, he just he made play. He's, you know. He's a guy that's going to be in the NFL camp, you know, and I, you know whether he makes it, I don't know. But I mean, he he's a guy with NFL potential, and those guys are going to make plays, you know, just like Austin Watkins is going to make plays, and and Myron Mitchell is going to make plays. I mean, it, it's going to happen, and sometimes you just got to go, hey, I did what I could, and and he he made a better play that play, and then come back and win the next play. Right, and you kind of just shake your head and just wonder how did Winningham and Hudson, like, how did they? Drop down to Central Arkansas. Like, why weren't they picked up by an FBS squad? I mean, I don't know if there was other factors involved, um, but I mean, yeah. I, I, I caught the end of the uh, post game uh, with you and David Crane and Trey Ragland uh, talking to Coach, and I believe Coach Clark said that, hey, that those those wide receivers might be one of the best we see this year. <laughs> yeah, he said they might be the best. You know, he said when he came out for. Uh, so for warmups and we're watching their skill group practice, you know, he's like, man, that's a, that's better than we've seen. Those, those guys are bad. And they lived up to it in the game, even though Hudson, 
Hudson, you know, they did a good job on Hudson, uh, obviously. UAB did, but, but you know, he, but the one catch he made showed his potential. I mean, well, the first catch he made, you know, with the one, one-handed twist and one-handed catch, you know, right on the sideline. I mean, that was that was a thing of beauty. Um, but, yeah, and, you know, I, and I thought Crossley, I thought the little running back was, was um, you know, he certainly could play in this conference, no doubt. Yes, definitely. He looked good, especially early on in the game. That that first drive, Steve, I was getting worried. <laughs> uh, yeah. When they just ran down the field. I was like, "Oh man, here we go." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was kind of scary the way they're they're moving way too easy. But you know, it was early. You know, and um, I think overall that the defense did a, a good job against the run. Overall, I mean, that, there was too much. Uh, you know, you didn't want to. There was too many easy runs uh, that. Uh, kind of worried you a little not worried you bothered you a little bit but overall I think they did an okay job you know against the run I think so too and overall it looks like we only gave up 100 yards rushing uh that doesn't sack yardage but still I mean that's really good um and we only gave up 193 passing yards so that's uh 293 total yards and um held them they were Central Arkansas was 6 of 13 from third down um yeah, overall, you know, Blazer fans, don't let that uh, 35 points discourage you. We still think the defense did overall um, pretty good, but we'll definitely have some uh, improvements to make before the Miami game. Um, now, on the offensive side of the ball, I was glad to see Spencer Brown get going again. Um, Spencer Brown ended up having uh, over 100 yards. He carried the ball 24 times for 127 yards, including a touchdown. Uh, well, not even just him, Steve. Uh, Jermaine Brown had a really good game. Uh, man, on that touchdown, he just showed his shiftiness. Oh, man. Boy. That was a thing of beauty, wasn't it? I mean, he just yeah. – he made two cuts on that that were big-time cuts, you know, just big-time vision. Uh, I mean, he's – it's such a good combination, those two, because they're, they're, they're so different, and it's hard to – it's hard for a defense to transition in between, you know, you, you're, you're, you're getting – banged up by by Spencer Brown when he's in there and then you got to deal with Jermaine Brown on the next down or you know a couple downs later and it's such a nice little um nice little combination that they have there and Spencer looked like the old Spencer he looked quick he 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 ran with he was running with passion uh you know he had some holes they did a pretty they did a pretty good job up front of, of creating some holes for him and it just was fun to watch watch him run last night it seemed like he was having fun you know and and then the great thing and, and you know coach clark talked about it in the in the post game was the great thing is you can put lucia stanley in there and yeah. and and he's fresh as can be in the fourth quarter and he's a load now he's a hard guy to tackle when you're yeah. especially when you're tired you know and, and so they've got it with those three guys you know provided they stay healthy and you know, I think down the road, you know, there's going to be a game or two that Larry Wooden has to has to help out, and and there's going to be a game or two that that I'm not sure with Whirling Pollock if he's were as healthy as right now. He seemed to be limping a little, a little bit last night, and I, maybe that's just the way he was jogging off. I watched him when he jogged off at one point and uh, to the locker room, and so I don't know if he's ready, but you know, McBride, the freshman, I think might you know at some point might get some carries, so. You know, yeah. they might they might go a little deeper in those three, but with those three they have right now, that's a nice little uh, that's a nice little thing they have going. Yes, definitely the best in conference USA. So, um, and as you mentioned, I mean, you know, Stanley came in and had that touchdown run and looked really, you know, really good. So, yeah, right. definitely agree with you there, Steve. 
Um, and, I, and I love that little swing pass with Stanley. You know, they, they had oh, that, yes. you know, I mean, because he's he's fast now and he's big. And, and so you get him on the edge there with a head of steam, catching that little swing pass, and he's hard to deal with. And, and so that's going to be a weapon going forward. So um, it, it's they got some things there, there no doubt. And they were a little different. You know, they, that, I liked I liked uh, I really liked the game that that uh, Brian Vincent called last night. I, I thought yeah. he did a great job. Uh, change the scheme up a little bit. It looks like, you know, it only seems like they're running a little more outside the tackle by at least last night. I mean, we'll see going forward what happens, you know, running a little more outside the tackle boxes, which is good, you know, yeah. to, to do some different things. So, you know, I thought, I mean, I thought he deserved a lot of credit. Uh, Brian Vincent and the offensive staff deserved a lot of credit for what happened last night. And, 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 and Hey, John, we can't forget about those tight ends, man. If, if, yes, that's what I was just about to say, Steve, yeah. you know, Garrett Prince and Pittman both look phenomenal. And I, I just love the having both tight ends on the field and just, yeah, we're, it seems like we're going to be throwing to them more this year than we have in the past, which is, oh. you know, really good. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, I, you know, I remember when they signed Garrett Prince and they really, really thought they're really excited about it and kind of was, I think, early on trying to figure out whether he was, you know, maybe a big slot guy or, or a tight end, uh, just kind of figure out where exactly to put him. So I think he's a he can be a, a, a pretty good um, matchup problem there because he is he is a guy who's a you know borderline receiver and border and, and tight end combined. Um, I think he really blocks blocks well, which you know I think he's in the right spot at, at, at tight end. And you get both those guys in there, and I mean, you know, Hayden Pittman. I mean, it was Prince scoring the touchdowns last night, but Hayden Pittman had three big time catches, and you know, took that big shot on the one, and yeah. you know, got up and came right back in after a play. And I mean, those two dudes. And I mean, I think that, I think they're a testament on how well they played is I think Malik Bryan is going to end up being a pretty darn good player too. But he really – I don't know that he can get time right now because those other two guys are playing so well. So, I, and I think that's kind of a testament to how well they're playing. Agreed. Yeah, and I think they're both uh, – are they redshirt seniors, both of them? Um, uh, yeah, they are. They yeah. are. Yeah. Well, well, this year is a free, so I guess they'll be back next year too. <laughs> so, that's good. <laughs> I know. I mean, get another year of those guys. And uh, yes. uh, if they – you know, I mean, who knows who's going to come back. Some, some guys are probably going to go on with their life. But, uh, you know, possibly they'll be back again. Yes. Now, going back to the running backs, um, now, you know, as you mentioned, Spencer looked really well. He looked uh, a lot leaner. Um, he looked a little quicker. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm still not a huge fan on trying to run that stretch play with Spencer. In there. It, it seems that, you know, he he, he looked good, but I, I would just rather have Jermaine Brown in there for those stretch plays to bounce it outside. Um, yeah. But I think, but I, I, yeah, I agree with you, John. But I, but I do think that he does that better than he should. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, yeah, he I, he he does get a lot of positive stuff out of it, and he doesn't have the the speed necessarily to do it. You, you think? But but I mean, you look at last night. I mean, uh, other than other than times when he got tackled, you know, behind the line of scrimmage, sometimes a guy just makes a play and gets to you before. But I mean, I think most of the time he got four or five yards out of that, which is what you know, kind of what he gets up the middle. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I agree. If I mean, if, if in an ideal world, I think you'd rather have Jermaine Brown doing that. And really, probably in an ideal world, you'd rather have Lucia Stanley doing that. Stanley, right. But I think Spencer does a better job of that. Because a lot of times Spencer will do that almost as a surprise element, too, because he, does, he runs so much straight ahead that when he pops it, 
you know, that that's um, they're sucked in a little bit. So, right. you know, uh, I mean, uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, if 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 uh, if you have a choice of which one you're going to run that play with, you know, Jermaine's definitely your guy. Definitely, definitely. Well, we've hit on uh, running backs, uh, tight ends. Uh, how do you think the offensive line played overall? I thought they played well. I mean, there there was there's some improvement there, but you know, I thought um, you know Matthew Trehorn, you know, got to start at guard at one of the guard spots, and I thought he played really well before he came out in cramps. I'm not sure he went back in after. After the cramps, I tell you, the guy that played a lot was Will Reichert at center, and I think he played well. I mean, and they they had a, a nice little seven man rotation going there. Uh, I didn't see um, the tackles come out. You know, maybe late they might have, but I mean, they they basically the tackles stayed in there, and the other ones kind of rotated around. And I like the little seven. The, I like the seven man rotation they have going. Is you know, again, as long as they can keep those tackles healthy. But for the most part, I mean, you, you know, you rush for two hundred twenty three yards and. You know, throw for 226. I don't think he was sacked. Was he? Uh, I don't think no, there was he was sacked. Yeah, you know, I mean, no sacks. You know, took a couple hits, including the one he got. You know, Tyler got hurt on, but that was a blitz. That you know, that was yeah. a different play. But um, for the most part, I thought they played well. Yeah, I, I'll agree with you there. And um, I mean, I, I, it's still Central Arkansas, so I can't take a whole lot into, um, you know, I, I want to say that, hey, we got the running game going again, but we're really going to see this next week, um, you know, how that goes. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. 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 This, this, you run against this team coming up and, and you, you feel pretty good about yourself. But yeah, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's, um, it's a whole different test. I mean, Central Arkansas is a good team. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they're not mine. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Absolutely um, not. So. Yeah. Well, and, you know, wide receivers did well. Um, Austin Watkins, of course, had uh, seven catches for 72 yards. Uh, Aaron Mitchell, uh, four for 47. Um, it really seems that they were able to spread the ball out um, a lot, you know, and as we mentioned earlier, definitely to the tight ends, both Pittman and Prince. Uh, Prince had the two touchdowns. Um yeah, overall, I think the wide receivers look really well. Um, anything on the wide receiver, Steve? I'm uh, I think that the thing to me that stood out most about them is um, I really thought they blocked well last night. I mean, they I thought, uh, you know, I mean, when Meyer Mitchell's getting out there and, you know, putting people on the ground and, you know, and, and, and Watkins both, I mean, those guys, they, you know, they could be. They, they they could be greedy and and not want to go out and do that, but I thought both of them blocked well. Um, you know, Rob Johnson had a couple holding calls, but you know I thought he got after it and was was trying. You know, um, but he you know he's got to clean that up. And one of them one of them was negated by you know uh, offsetting penalties, but he's got to clean that up. But overall, I thought they blocked well, and you know I, I thought that uh, uh, when when Austin Austin Watkins was was uh, matched up with Robert Rochelle, who's you know going to be in the NFL camp last year, I oh. thought I thought he got the better. I mean, I thought Austin got the better of him because I think I went back and 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 watched some of it this morning, and I he, Austin had seven catches, and I think at least at least five of those were when he was being gar- uh, covered by Rochelle. Um, yeah. So so and and maybe maybe all seven, but I know I know at least five I saw that he was being covered by him. So. You know, he was, I think he, you know, he didn't get a touchdown, didn't get a big one, but, um, but I do think that he kind of won that battle a little bit. So, you know, seven catches, 72 yards. That's a nice day. Yeah. You know, 
Mitchell's touchdown was a, a thing of beauty running the ball, you know, and, and um, I, you know, overall, I thought they played well. You know, obviously the depth right now, you know, it's hard to tell if there's, you know, what the depth's like. You know, Shropshire had the fumble, you know, on his only catch, and, you know, you hate to see that. And, you know, I had a couple yeah, drops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to hold out that ball. But, you know, I think their first three, you know, Rob Johnson was, ah, oh, man, he was inches away from catching that deep ball in the, I think it was the first half. Tyler threw it and then threw a beautiful pass right right on and just missed it. Um, ended up getting a uh, – I think it was a rough in the passer. No, hands to the face on that play. And they got – you know, they got a first down. But it would have been nice to see him, you know, complete – you know, make that catch. And um, But, I mean, you know, they didn't have to do much last night. And that's just the way – that's the way the game plan was written out. Right, and they didn't have to show a lot of the playbook, which is good. Um, yeah, we know Miami was watching, so. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh-huh. they were. Yeah. Well, I guess we can start with the quarterbacks. Um, so outside of the one terrible interception that Tyler Johnston threw, I, uh, other than a couple other uh, overthrown balls, I felt like he had a uh, pretty good night. He ended up going uh, 17 to 25 for uh, 143 and two touchdowns, and that one pick. But we got to see Bryson Lucero. And, uh, you know, we, Steve, you and I talked uh, before our last call um, that I really like Lucero. Lucero. Yeah, Lucero. Lucero, yeah. But I really liked him, you know, kid from IMG Academy. Uh, I thought he came in and looked pretty well. Um, you know, he came in after Johnson threw that uh, interception couple drives after that and I thought he looked well I mean he ended up going seven of nine for 83 yards in that touchdown to Myron Mitchell as you mentioned earlier um but I I still think we both agree that this is still Johnston's team he hasn't lost a job um but I just think it's good to have you know a quality backup I mean you've also still got Dylan Hopkins too so um just shows you know more depth at that position as well yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a, that's one of the best things that happened last night was was the way Lucero played. I mean, yes, you're right. I mean, this is still Tyler's team, and I mean, there's no doubt about that. But when you can see, uh, you know, Lucero come in and did what he, I mean, he just looked comfortable, threw the ball really well, didn't you know, make good decisions for the most part, and uh, except for the the last play of the first half, you know, you got to throw that ball away, yeah. and you get you get a chance at a long field goal attempt, and and you know, other than that, you know, that was a little freshman mistake there, but. But uh, other than that, I thought he looked good. You know, Tyler, you know the the interceptions. He's just got to quit it, man. I, I mean, I, I I watched that again this morning, trying to see what he could have seen. And he looked uh, directly at uh, yeah where he was going, and the they, and the linebacker saw it. I mean, he was yeah looking at him. I mean, you've got to look away at right. least a little, but yeah, because a lot linebacker came off his guy and was just standing right there, and, and you know you got to quit that. I think the um, the one pass he missed on in the first drive, uh, we had a wide open. I think he threw to Pippen and Spencer was wide open. They were both wide open, but Spencer was that would have been wide, yeah. wider open, I guess. You know, yeah, that was that's a touchdown. You got to make that play. But overall, you know, he he played well. You know, and Dil, Dylan uh, is a little banged up right now. I, I, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but you know, he'll be okay. And so you know, you you kind of go three deep there. I do think Lucero with his play last night has probably moved ahead of Dylan I think he moved ahead of him early or, or at this point because Dylan's been banged up a little bit 
and they were even, I think, and 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 he moved ahead because of that. But when Dilly gets back uh, from whatever it is, you know, I think he's going to be, you know, and he's going to be fine. He's just banged up. Yeah. You got three pretty solid. You got three guys that, that have been in it now and and have experience, and and you know you're going to feel pretty comfortable really putting all three out there. But uh, you know, Lucero, I mean, you know. You hate to say it, but he he made some plays last night where you think like, well, maybe he could be the starter, but it's yeah. not. I mean, it's, it's not it's not a quarterback competition, right? I mean, it's not a quarterback controversy right now. Yeah, it, it's always a competition at every position. That's what always kills me when people talk about, you know, uh, quarterback controversy. Well, you're competing every day at every position. Right. So you know, so is is it you know when you got two centered, when you got Andrew Smith and Will Reichert, is that a controversy? No, it's two guys competing, and that's what you know. Yeah. That's what you get the quarterback position too. So, um, but I, you know, coming out of it, you know, you got to feel pretty good about the quarterback position, other than Tyler, you know, making a couple, you know, bad decisions, and 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 I, and honestly, one bad decision can cost you a game down the road. You know, so you, you, he's got to get out of that. He's got to get away from that. Yeah, I, I do wonder why uh, Coach Clark was flip-flopping both of them like I, I obviously you know when Johnston went down and uh nicked his shoulder um you know Lucero came in but why why do you think Clark was kind of flip-flopping them well I mean I I think because um one just the tenor of the game maybe how the game was going and and two is I just think uh you know Lucero was playing well and 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 I think I think coaches uh, you know certainly never been a coach at that level so you know I'm just talking from the outside here but I think coaches when they see a guy who has a hot hand or who's playing well you know you want to give him an opportunity and and um, and I think that's what and I don't think it's I think it was less of Tyler struggling and more of Bryson playing well you right. know and 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 I think that um, you know in that in that situation. You know, because if you if if you if you're making that move because of the way because Tyler's struggling, then you probably play Lucero most of the second half. You know what I mean? I mean, so so I just think he just saw a guy who was playing well and said, you know, we can't. I don't want to put him in there the whole half, but I want to give him some chances. And and um, I, I think and I think that was smart because going forward, you know, you don't want you don't want Bryson Lucero. Uh, having his only experience having, you know, handing the ball off while trying to run the clock out right. when, if, if Tyler goes down with an injury in a key game, you know, so it gets him some experience when, when it matters. And, um, you know, I think that's kind of was more the mindset than saying that, you know, Hey, Tyler's struggling. We got to, we got to split these guys. I think it was more the mindset of he's playing well, plus it's going to help us down, you know, down the road. Right. Okay. All right. So we've hit on, uh, offense and defense uh now special teams um really outside of the uh myron mitchell uh muff punt I, I thought special teams did well um how about uh beaver stock on kickoffs um it looks like we're gonna see uh quinn kick the extra points and field goals and beaver stock handle the uh kickoffs as of now um but outside of that one i think beaver stock late in the game kicked one out of bounds on the kickoff um, but other than that, I thought he did a good job. Yeah, I did too. I mean, I, you know, I think he had two touchbacks, two or three. I think it was two. And, um, you know, I, I think he, um, yeah, I thought he had a solid day. I, I like the fact that they've split it up because, you know, it's, 
it's hard to replace a guy like Vogel. And, 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 and so when you split it up there, I think you know, with young guys, especially, I think that's a, I think that was a good move. I really do. I thought a couple of times that, you know, that he didn't kick in the end zone. There was a little breakdown on, on the, the kickoff oh, coverage. Got to yeah. be better at that, you know, and, and, but that's okay. I mean, his first game, um, got to be a little better at that, but overall I thought they did good in it. And the, uh, you know, I thought Greenwell was, you know, his the the one punt that that they fumbled and they had the, you know, that they had the targeting yeah. call at first. Now that that was one of his better punts since he's been here. I thought, you know, because it came at a time where you can you know, flip the field, wow. um, and just I thought, he, you know, I thought that was a really clutch, good kick for for him, and and uh, so I thought, you know, overall, like you said, you know, the muff punt is huge. And and other than the, maybe a couple of times they didn't cover the cover that well on kickoff. I thought overall it was a you know it was a solid night for special teams, which is good. I mean, you didn't really expect to be spectacular with new guys in there, but you were scared to death about being spectacular the other way, you know, or you know yes. being a little ugly because replacing a guy like Vogel. And when you can come out of it and say, hey, we were you know we were solid at the kicker position as a coach, and when you can say that, and then that's good, right. Definitely agree. Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, special teams look good. Uh, yeah. Um, one thing I did want to hit on Steve is I don't know from the booth, um, from where we were sitting down there, um, and we were a little up, but we could not really hear the whistles from the refs. And I know that this is a new thing this year because of COVID and everything, but they're doing the, uh, where they're touching their belts to do like an electronic whistle. Yeah. Um, and and I, I remember one play and I, I went back and watched it this morning uh, where Noah Wilder yeah. got uh, clean to uh, the quarterback for uh, Central Arkansas when we had called a timeout, but he couldn't hear the whistle. Like right. this is a little concerning that I hope they get this resolved uh, before next week to either those louder or something. Cause I, I, I would just hate for a player to get hurt. Right. Yeah. And, and or, you know, get hurt or and also get a key penalty on that and, you know, on, on that situation because he, you know, because because they could they could have flagged Noah Wilder there. I mean, they could have because there were some people that heard it and stopped. Um, really? But I think I, I, I totally agree with you. that I think that's a problem now because, you know, there was a play early in the game, too, on the, on the first touchdown drive for UAB when when Coach Clark called a timeout right before they snapped it on fourth and two. Um where they handed the ball off to, to Spencer and they, I mean, the play started and they, they had blown the whistle and pretty much 22 guys were playing, yeah. you know, when, when, uh, when, when the whistle blew. So it wasn't, you know, there was a couple of times last night that that happened. And, and I, you know, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't noticed on the other, you know, obviously we didn't get to see the Southern Miss game last night, but, you know, I didn't notice that happening in the, um, in the Austin P central Arkansas game necessarily, but, I think it's something they need to address, no doubt. Well, I actually did get to catch the very ends of that Southern Miss-South Alabama game, and we can talk about that since we're going to play both opponents this year. Steve, I don't know if maybe South, they're better than we thought they were going to be, or is Southern Miss just, they might not be as good as we thought they were going to be, but South, man, uh, moved the ball at will, especially uh, running the ball just at will over Southern Miss. And I, and, and I know, remember from last year, Southern Miss had a really good uh, rushing defense. And I know they returned some players from that team. So maybe South Alabama's good. 
Um, well, yeah, tougher challenge than we thought going up. <laughs> no, I think so. I think you're, I think you're right on, on, on both counts, but, but I do think, well, first off, I think Desmond Trotter is, is solidly, you know, a quarterback for South Alabama now has made them a better team. Cause that's, they, they didn't have a quarterback, you know, he was young when UAB played him last year and they just looked like a team that didn't have a quarterback, but now he, you know, he threw for 300 yards last night. The other thing is though, you know, Southern Miss had so much unrest, crazy stuff happened during camp. You know, they had, I think they have four or five of their best defenders had, have, have opted out. Some of them have yeah. transferred or, or at least are in the transfer portal. Um, they, it. you know, I think that, that, that all that stuff that happened, you know, guys, you know, just leaving. And, you know, I think there's some problems going on there within the program and, I, you know, I think that caught up with them last night, you know, because because you just can't take, you know, because they had some big time defensive guys now that were that are not playing and you just can't yeah. take guys like that. That's like saying, OK, we're going to take uh, Chris Mole, Jordan Smith, Dajon Turner and, you know, uh, Bronte Harris out of the lineup. Oh, you know, that's nope. going to affect you a little bit. You know? yeah. And that's kind of what that happened to them. I And I don't remember. I think. I know one of them was a Rasheem Booth, their linebacker, and uh, I think they're their best defensive lineman. And I don't remember who all it was, but but you know that's going to affect you. And I think that that's what happened. That's a big part of what happened. Not everything that happened last time, but I think it's a big part of what happened. Yeah. Well, speaking of that uh, South Alabama game, it actually got moved from uh, Saturday, September 26th, to Thursday night, September 24th. And it'll be on ESPN, so we get a national spotlight, another national spotlight game, Steve, on yeah. um, Thursday. So we get to play the first three games. Will be on Thursday night. So yeah, I feel like we're in the MAC or something here. You know, it's, <laughs> a, it's not yeah. Tuesday, but it's uh, you know, all yeah. these Thursday games is kind of weird. I think it's smart. I mean, I think it, it gives you a, a spotlight. So I mean, I think it is smart. You do it, but um, it's just weird. <laughs> it's weird yeah. to think that that's going on. It is. It is. Well, um, so the next game, we've got the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, we'll be traveling down to uh, Coral Gables to take down the, to hopefully take down the Hurricanes, but play the Hurricanes. Uh, that'll be this upcoming Thursday, September 10th at 7 p.m. Central Time on the ACC Network. And Steve and I will be back to do a preview episode. Um, so be on the lookout for that. But we just want to thank you guys so much again for listening to the Glazer Victory Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at GlazerPod, B-L-A-Z-E-R-P-O-D. Make sure to tell a couple of friends, fellow Blazer fans, about our podcast and help spread the word. But thank you for all the, for everybody for listening. Um, and we can also be found on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So until next time, thanks guys. <laughs>